0: Being a real estate agent can be demanding. Being a mom, now that's even more challenging. Now being a mom in real estate, now that is hard.
1: Fun episode today. I have two of my very good friends sitting next to me. I say her name every week. This is April Gertis, but now she's actually in front of the camera, which is exciting. She's with the Mortgage Advantage, who is our sponsor. And uh, Diane is still here. No, April Chadwick. Oh, that's I'm Diane Gertis.
0: I was this a Gertis <laughs> and I am Angela Chambray. Nice
1: to meet you. It's a switcheroo. <laughs> so today we're going to talk with Nicole Chambray. She's the marketing rep, rep for our Magnus title right here. And we have April Chadwick, who works for the Mortgage Advantage. And we're going to be talking today about the importance of building relationships to further your business. And that really should be the foundation of how you function as a business person, of course, in your life as well. Um, so I am excited to get started. Again, the Mortgage Advantage is our sponsor. And I thank you so much. Let's get started. Nicole, you've been in the business for like 14 years. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, that's a long time, but I've been in the business longer, which makes me feel super old today. <laughs> like I'm really thinking about that. I'm looking at my granddaughter, so if I, if I keep looking over there, she's so beautiful. At us. <laughs> I know, she's beautiful. I might grab her in a second. And then um, you've been entitled the whole time, right?
2: Nope, I started out in home warranty. Oh, home warranty, yes. Yep, and uh, before that, I was in a job that I just, I ended up being behind the desk. And I was doing numbers, and it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I realized very quickly this is not I'm not passionate about this. Um, I wasn't happy, and so I knew I had to be around people and help people. Mm-hmm. So that job came up, and I took it. And then right after that, I I went into title and helping people with their business. And
1: and you you've been for six, six. six. Mm-hmm. over six years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. For sure. And one of the things we're going to talk about is. Um, what makes in my opinion what makes these women different than other like counterparts Mm -hmm. so what makes you different than a marketer another marketer in title Mm -hmm. and what sets you apart and so we hope to (coughs) encourage you guys that you can um grasp onto that difference as well and make a difference not only in your business but in other people's lives and then i have april chadwick You've
0: been in the business 18? 18? 18, oh. 18 years. That's nuts. Yes. June 2000. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> so over 18 yeah, years. Yes. 18 and a half. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into the business? Well, I actually, when I was in college, still at ASU, my parents had owned the company. And I did some marketing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but just while I was in college and just some little stuff. And then I went away to college in um, Colorado um, graduated, worked for a semiconductor company, broke up with a boyfriend, so I moved back home, and um, I figured I would go into lending, and literally the day I pulled up in my U-Haul, my parents pulled out. I mean, they met me in the driveway, and they're like, we're sorry you're here. It's great you're here, but we're going on vacation, and they left for two weeks, and so I started doing mortgages by, just by tabbing. Like, someone would call in, and I would have the application, and I would just tab through. I'm like, okay, are you a mister, a missus, a miss? And literally take loan applications that way. And that's how I got right into the business. Well, that's a way to start. Jump in two feet, mom abandons you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of abandonment. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I can't unthink the story of your dad dropping you off on the side of the road. So April got... Dropped off at the side of the road because she was being naughty or something, and he did—he does not realize that the next exit is what, like a couple miles. Yeah.
0: And he's like, "Oh crap!
1: I meant it to be a small little lesson." <laughs>
0: all the way down the highway. My oh, dude, this down, is you know, small you know, town you know, Texas. Like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and the best part of it is, she gets back in the car and Dad's like. Please don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell <anybody. laughs> <Did I? laughs> Ever
0: since Ah, the, the 70s. 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So I don't like to go on freeways. That's not <laughs> Okay, i okay. it's Republic side streets. Side streets. Okay. That's hilarious.
1: So one of the things that I'm going to share with you that sets these ladies apart is the way that they conduct their business. If you're all in real estate, which you are, you've met um, a lot of loan officers or a lot of marketing people and a lot of... Uh, people in title and generally what do you expect from them what do you think you're going to get well hey how many flyers can you get for me or can you um, pay for this or can you Mm -hmm. sponsor that (laughs) which I'm not putting any of that down it's it's fine but your approaches to the business are so radically different which is why you have radically different results Mm -hmm. so share with us a little bit about the difference in your strategy than you feel like other people might. Well, the funny thing
2: is on my business card, it actually says marketing rep as Mm -hmm. my title, but I think my title should be therapist (laughs) and listener. So what I do is I meet with agents all day long and we sit down and we talk about marketing strategies, but it always ends up talking about what obstacles, what challenges that they have um, that they're not producing any business. And a lot of times it has to do with maybe they don't feel well about themselves. Maybe they don't, maybe they're having a hard time at home. Or, you know, once they recognize what obstacles are in front of them, then everything seems to like open up. And one of the challenges as realtors, right, is even though you have a flexible schedule and everything, you're kind of on your own. Mm -hmm. Especially if you don't come into the office and and you're around like-minded people. So one of the challenges is maybe they don't have anybody to really talk to and go, I don't even know where to start. Or I really need to, you know, overcome this challenge before I get to there. So half of the time I'm just listening and then problem solving after that. And a lot of times it doesn't have to do with business. It has to do with their lives.
1: That's true, Nicole. It is true. I know that you have a servant's heart Mm -hmm. and that you serve people and you invest in them personally. Mm -hmm. But you also come alongside of that quality with practical information. Absolutely for sure. Call to action, marketing advice. So here's the thing that I think is unique. There are a lot of people who are good listeners. Well, not a lot. There are some people who are good listeners, and there are a lot of people who care about other people, and they are willing to invest. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of business-minded people who care to invest that way, but you couple the two. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is your both of your differentiators. Mm-hmm. You couple the practical expertise that mm-hmm. you have, which is really, really, really high level, the business acumen, with the really, really high level of a servant's heart, personally. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure.
0: Yeah. So talk talk from
1: your perspective about how you approach your business.
0: Um, well, and just to let you know, like I my dream you know, was never like, oh, I'm gonna go be in lending. Like, I went to vet school, mm-hmm. so obviously, there's a level of empathy in animals and things like that. And
1: Well, don't you work with a bunch of animals? <laughs> I, I do, <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> Yay! And I went to school to know how to handle them. <laughs> yeah, big deal. <you> know, <laughs> <but>, um, <laughs> I think that sets me apart from some marketing reps is I'm I was actually a loan officer and when I first got into the business there weren't marketing reps for mortgage companies I mean unless it was like a Bank of America would have someone come out mm-hmm. but other than that mortgage companies didn't have marketing reps so right. as a loan officer you had to go market your business and still work on the transaction similar to a real estate agent you still have to market prospect and work on um, your transaction. And I figured out I didn't like the transaction part of it, but I loved building the relationships. Mm-hmm. I loved, I feel like I use so many little analogies, but you know, I do accountability coaching now for agents, which is very similar to what I was doing for loan officers that we had at one time. And I found with real estate, you know, it's the only, only profession. It's not like doctors go to medical school and they get out and they're like, what are you gonna do to get your, your clients? I'm going to start a Facebook page. Sweet. Good luck with that. And then everybody leads you. Or I even use an analogy like if you were going to build an office building and they only hire one construction worker and you're like, okay, the first few days you're out there and then the next day you're like, I'll take off today because you don't have the support. Mm -hmm. And I feel a lot of agents need support. And to piggyback with everything Nicole said, a lot of it is just someone to listen to them. But I love to get them thinking. I think a lot of times they don't use their creative mind. So then what's your niche, what's your niche, what do you love to do? And sometimes you don't realize that you could get a lot of business by doing what you love, mm-hmm. even though you're still doing real estate. And so I like to take it from the time, the part of relationship building, but also just really being there for them and being a different kind of you know, handholding. Mm-hmm. So hopefully from the couple of things that you've heard from
1: these ladies, you can tell if you've met any loan officers or marketing people or whatever, that they have something different about them, right? So we'll get back into that in a minute, but let's jump to your kids, kid, kids, kids, kids right?
0: Let's talk with let's talk about Capri first. Okay, um, what would you like to know? Just tell us about her. Tell us uh, how old is she? She's eleven, going on. I know everything, so I don't need anyone. Um, and she's just honestly I feel I am a single mom um, so we spend a lot of time together um, but she is a highly highly empathetic person too mm, she, is. she is very affected by the world she's very affected by things that are going on I mean she's strictly vegetarian like Matthew mm-hmm. um, she wants people to know that there are things in the world that are wrong um, she's highly highly just she's just so sweet and responsible um, I'll give a little story this happened the other day um, she was at school and a lot of kids, are in junior high, and it's a mess, but yeah. they, there's so much drama, and they're making fun of one another, and kids are crying, and there is this little boy, oh, thank goodness she's not going to watch this, this little boy she has a crush on, mm-hmm. and anyway, all the, he has a crush on someone else, and so everybody was saying, oh, this boy likes so-and-so, and he got really upset. Well, Capri wrote the initials of the boy and the girl that he liked, and he saw it, and he got really upset, and everybody's like, why would you do that, Capri? And you know what she did? She went up to him and she goes, I'm sorry. I wrote that because I have a crush on you. Oh my gosh. Geez. And I would never mean to hurt so you. That's so brave. I almost started crying in the car and I go, Capri? She goes, I know I'm in trouble. I hurt someone. I know I'm in trouble and I hurt him. I go, you just did something that people who have died, and gone and died, would never have accomplished. Yeah, right. So that's what kind of a human yeah, she is. she is. She is a great human being. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, so every time she sees me, she acts like most wonderful thing ever. And I get a hug and a smile and she
0: treats everyone like that. And that is her personality. Yeah. So I'm, I thought it was special. No, 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 it's And then everything. So so yeah, she's, and she helps out. I mean, we, there is no handbook for parenting Mm -hmm. and there's no handbook for parenting single. So learning to teach her that she needs to be a part of the household. And to take on her part. Don't even get me started about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just, I mean, I'm learning, but oh I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So You're very she's boss. amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, Nicole, let's hear about Kenzie first. So
2: Kenzie does eat meat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You guys are going to be so grossed out, and I cannot believe I'm going to say this. But do you know what I have for breakfast? And I'm not kidding. Yeah.
2: I had seven and a
1: half ounces of hamburger meat. he
2: couldn't get it out of that. Isn't that. Disgusting. I did. Oh my gosh. Um, Mackenzie is 19 and she is just like me. She's but maybe more sarcastic and she's very sweet. I'm really proud of her. She goes to Sweena, so she wants to be an esthetician, which is great. You know a little bit about that and she's amazing and she has a a really kind heart which i'm really proud of and my son philip is 22 just graduated just graduated um, Congratulations. yep a couple days ago from asu and it was funny because at his party we had all of these props and he held up the prop and he looked at me and the prop said now what and he's like <laughs> like now what <laughs> but he's um he's an amazing amazing son and he just um he's been with his Girlfriend for a year Um, now they moved in together. So we'll see what the future holds in store, but she's sweet as well So what's her name? Her Her name name is
1: Tori. Tori. Yep. So Tori and thought they look like When you see pictures of them like the people that are in the frame when you buy it, like when you buy it (laughs) They should be in every single frame. That's how cute they are together. Yes, he took after me (laughs) (laughs) I mean Brian And speaking of Brian, mm-hmm. you guys have been together for a hundred years. A hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. So tell us story about how you met your husband. We well, met... Not the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Just the part of it. <laughs> Let's see.
2: Um, at Fort McDowell Casino. And he's actually still out there. I think it's like 28 years.
0: Wow. He's, I know.
2: He's a stable one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was waitressing poker tables, putting myself through college. And I met him there. And one date, it was. And that was it. And that was it. That's all it. Took? Mm-hmm. That was <laughs> a total, a total reader's digest. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> I
0: cannot. I cannot tell <laughs> 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 the real story. It's so refreshing
1: to have uh, to surround yourself with people who love their family and have great kids, and, and, and it's hard. You now we have. We've had some struggles. Like, have you had a couple struggles? no (laughs) walk on rainbows let's do crazy stories (laughs) let's do a crazy story tell tell give us a snippet of some of the things that have occurred with you so people don't think oh look at her she's so pretty she's got a perfect daughter
0: and her life is great and she's super successful which is all true well I appreciate that but it takes a village (laughs) but um crazy story you want the Arizona Mills one yeah let's do that one (laughs) Oh, uh, Kristen. Just say Arizona so, Mills. That's all you have to say. <laughs> crazy uh, enough. So it was August. Um, actually, one of the agents here, Christine Hallwell, was about to get married. And I was going to Colorado. Anyway, so I was at Arizona Mills. I took my daughter um, so she could get clothes. I was being cheap, you know, because it was August, and I didn't want to buy winter clothes, but she was still growing. And her dad happened to be in town that day, so he was mm-hmm. in the mall with me. And then I left her with him and went on to go to work. And it was eleven twenty-one in the morning. I walked out of the entrance by um, I don't know, what what is the name of the jungle or the Rainforest
2: Cafe?
0: Yes, Rainforest Cafe. Cafe. So I walked out there. There was actually an ambulance right there, so I don't know what I had happened. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm like, oh thank you. Um, and so I walked out and I was walking to my car and I pulled forward. So like that means you like kinda of walked to the front of your car. And I saw a man walking and he had um, shopping bags with him. And I got in my car and I always joke around, it was like the one time it wasn't a vain moment where I'm like checking my makeup and everything. And out of nowhere I see this blur and then all of a sudden in my rearview mirror there's a man with a gun to my head. And he told me to effing drive, B word. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. I just, all I had always heard never, never be taken to a second location. So I jumped out of the car with my heels on and just started screaming. And I'd already started the car, but I hadn't put it in motion. And I just started screaming. My, I remember my heel broke and everything. But um, <laughs> But and I remember this lady handed me her baby. And she said, we, you know, hold on to my baby. I need to, I need to go see where he went. And he very slowly just walked through the parking lot and went back into the mall. So then I called 911. Um, then I called my mom. And by the time she got there, they had the mall closed within 10 minutes. There were helicopters. Everything was closed. Um, They took me in the back of the car. They were trying to find out who it was, and they kept saying, is this person it? Is this person it? Anyway, fast forward um, about an hour or so, all of a sudden, all these cop cars come out of nowhere. And they're like, we found him. Like, we got to go. Well, come to find out, he had walked through the mall, or walked through the mall outside again, a woman was getting out of her car, and he kicked her and pushed her in the car and took her car and drove off. And as I found out that night, because then they came to my house to get CSI my car, if you will, and he had Mm -hmm. killed her that's nuts and then the day before he had gone to a Walmart and a woman a pregnant woman was going to an ATM and he beat her up to steal her money mm. so it was that was probably one of my craziest that times. is pretty crazy wow. that's mm-hmm. nuts it shifts you
1: how could it yeah. not
0: so how could it not that's yeah. nuts it does it shapes you yeah the and way you think so. the way you observe things mm-hmm. I'm sure you look all around all oh the time. I don't like people for coming from behinds and right watching don't and it was funny though even a couple years ago they opened a new outlet mall by um, it's not Wild Horse Pass is that Wild Horse yeah. Pass? Yeah. yeah and we were at Off Stacks my mom my mom takes a long time to do things sometimes so she's trying to pay and I'm like oh. she goes well go wait, wait in the car and I go I don't want to get carjacked and the lady goes I don't appreciate that that actually happened one time and I was working and I was like <clears throat> was me and she goes in August at the old mills I'm like yeah and she's like oh my gosh we remember that and so it's kind of funny I'm like so I, like, I have I'm the right yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so yeah so that was of crazy thing, so yeah.
2: now you have abandonment issues and you can't drive a car <laughs> right, and don't come from behind <laughs> either. Yeah.
0: so yeah just I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm great <laughs> What's that You're your left shoulder.
1: exactly <laughs> all right so crazy stories
2: from Nicole um I, I don't know that topped it. Well, I, well, I, I, I mean, come on. Bad.
1: Yeah, I'll right, have, have to think about that's it. That's actually crazy. Sorry. No, no, I'll,
2: I'll have
0: talk. to think about it. Okay, think about it. <laughs> I think I'm pretty boring. Well, no, but I love how much you love your family. I remember when I first um, met you, and there was one weekend, because you work so much, and you were saying, like, oh, you know, it was a Sunday, and you're like, my husband and I just wanted to sit on the couch and watch movies, and all I wanted was my children to hang out with me on the couch, and I thought that was so cute. You wait till they move and out, sure, and then it's know? like, mm-hmm. all, I'm always like, I'm cooking, food brings them
1: back. You said $50. Maybe dollars. a little bit of money. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> I know David, David left for college in August. I literally have seen him, like, three times. Yeah. Like, three times. I text him ridiculous things just to try to get a reaction. <laughs> I know he's happy and he loves me, but I didn't think I had that one emotion over here
2: <laughs> that is the David emotion
1: apparently because I miss the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah.
2: I FaceTime all the time with my kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't answer it all the time, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I know, you have a sweet family.
1: All right, back to the business part. I want people to get a little bit more of an insight. So I'm around here all the time. And you often work in in our lobby, Mm -hmm. as as you do, as well. And I constantly see this person sitting in front of you, the next person sitting in front of you, the next person. And they all have good things to say. Now, we get frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. Because we try and just breathe life into some things. Sometimes people don't want to respond. But give us a little bit of insight of, of just the business part, not the personal. Like, what are you offering these people? What are you teaching them to do or encouraging them to do? Tell us.
2: Well, I always look at um, at the Magnus title, how are people opening their transactions? Where do you get your business from, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna reinvent the wheel and I'm really lucky that um, Revelation does have the tools that they have because they work, but they have to be implemented, right? You can only lead these, um, my clients to, this is what you need to do, you can't do it for them. Mm-hmm. But so what do we talk about? We talk about marketing strategies, we talk about open houses, but it's not just okay, this is how we're gonna do an open house. It's from A to Z, this is what we're going to do. And I'm brutally honest with, with them. Let's not, we're not going to meet halfway. You're going to get half the results. You know, and most everybody that I work with, they're really hungry and they really want to succeed. And that's why we're sitting down and, and coming up with a marketing plan. But um from A to Z, this is what we're going to do, all the way from social media to print marketing whatever it takes but with those tools that revelation has i take those tools and i put them in a call to action so whatever anybody's doing um whether it's buyers or sellers or whatever it's always building their database mm-hmm. you know going back to basics As a lot of times agents are so spread out all over the place mm-hmm. i want to do this i'm going to do videos i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and i'm like stop we're going to do one thing and we're going to do that one thing amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go on to the next. So it's really just like kind of taking all of these and, and leading them to to one thing. And I always ask them, what are your strengths? What do you like to do? If you don't like the phones, but you like this, then let's do this. Yes. You know, and become amazing at it. Mm-hmm. And I think they just appreciate um, kind of dissecting their business a little bit and leading them into
1: success. Well, a lot of times what is interesting is if you get them focused on things that they're good at, mm-hmm. their confidence gets Absolutely. gross, yep. and right. so that they're more likely to go try something they're not good at, because mm-hmm. they've experienced all the success, and they want to be on the other side of a different kind of success, For sure. another success, a different way mm-hmm. to do it. It's really not that different from what I hear you doing with agents, April, because I hear you saying the accountability questions, hey, last week you told me mm-hmm. XYZ, tell yeah.
0: me about that, you know? Right. Well, I found I'm really good at being bossy, so that works out well. Um, So as far as marketing for the mortgage advantage, one of the things I offer is accountability coaching and kind of once again, what you were saying, I feel agents, I use the the term, they're holding on to too many balloons. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm like, you're going to fly away. You need to center yourself. Don't, don't, you don't need to do all the things. Because I do feel as real estate agents, when they come out of school, there's this class to take and this class. And this person says, you need to pay $500 for this. And you need to read this book. And whoa, 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 let's slow it down. And let's find out, as you said, what do you love to do? You know, if you love to cook, then put some recipes up once a week on your Facebook or Instagram. Make that be part of your story. What is your story? And helping them define that and also branding them you know, letting them know how things work, but also to know that they have the support. But I found too, those that want to work well, those that are fear-based, really have a struggle listening to anything. Mm-hmm. If they're fear-based, it's really, really hard. You can go, oh, have you tried this? Well, I, this is not gonna work for me. Have you talked, what about this? This person doesn't know my life. I've been in the, okay. And you just kind of be finally go, okay, well, let, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And you really, it's it's a lot, sometimes it's really a struggle and finding how to, you know, I'm not saying to break it down, but peel the onion so much to find out you honestly sometimes, as you know, have to break it down to the basic building blocks. Like yeah. tomorrow you're going to do this at this time. And time blocking, you know, no. or all of those things and following up with them and texting them and saying, how's your day? Did you get that done? Text me tomorrow. Let me know. And the, all the time they'll text me or say I'm at this open house and I don't have any idea so I'll send them memes or something and and then they'll do it and so I'm like I'm kind of their cheerleader too mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's true and you said something interesting at the beginning of your statement you're like okay what do you love I love mm-hmm. to cook and what here's what people forget they think okay I'm gonna be a real estate agent and that means I'm a different person than who I am well in some ways you need to be but I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna create this different person because I'm, now I'm a real estate agent, so I have to, and they fill in the blank, whatever mm-hmm. they think. But here's the truth of it. Real estate agents are salespeople, mm-hmm. and salespeople interact with other people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you are going away from who you are as a person, then you're also taking away your ability to appeal to other people. Mm-hmm. So you have to incorporate. Yes, you have to learn skills. Yes, you have to do some things you're not comfortable with. And you have to change your, your scripts, because your scripts are awful, right? Um, but you can't forget who you are. If you love to right. cook, recipes on your Instagram—that's ex- that is that is a really, I think that's a really deep concept to consider. Are you putting yourself, mm-hmm. your true authentic self, into your business? Because if you're not, you're missing out on an opportunity to appeal to people. Absolutely, and they can't build a relationship with that person. You know, not exactly. being for sure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So if you were to give some advice to agents who are struggling, other than my advice is get in contact with one of these ladies and let them work with you to help you increase your business or uh, accomplish your goals or be more accountable or whatever, because they're extremely effective. But what advice would you give the audience about their business, about accountability, about anything at all?
2: I would say building a strong foundation first, because even experienced agents who have been in the business for a long time that I meet with, they don't have their foundation and then they they kind of crumble so building the foundation as far as um, how you're running your business what does your business plan look like what are your goals um, what are your plans for next year like just everything as far as like your foundation then you can build on it um, so
1: let that's a really concrete example of maybe one or two foundational things that they should consider do I have that
2: uh database.
1: Where what is your database? Answer, yeah. Where do you have your
2: database? Right? Um and maybe your website, you know, how are you reaching out to these people? But more more or less like the accountability part of it for sure, because without a good CRM and having everything in there, um what when, when you wake up so I have um a couple agents that I with a mastermind group and they are required to prospect at least two to three hours a day, four days a week. What do they do during those those times, right? Like, what's your prospecting? And so we look at their phones because that's where they have their schedule, kind of keep them accountable that way. But what are they doing? If they don't have their website set up and their database, they don't know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So to have all of that set up first, a really strong foundation, then you can grow off of it. So
1: is that often one of the first conversations that you'll have with somebody? Like, okay, let me ask you some questions. I need to see where you're at. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: And sometimes it's... It's just, I don't have a website. Okay, well, let's figure this out, right? Because right now they're like maybe chasing all those shiny objects that we mm-hmm. talk about. Well, this, this guy said I have a website that I can buy, he can create for me. And, you know, if it's not, if homeowners aren't searching for properties and it's not gathering their contact info, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of just dissect their business and go, okay, that's not, I'm spending this much money a month on this and
1: nothing's coming in
2: off of this, or right. why are we doing that?
1: Right, you know, you know the, what's interesting is um, in this industry there are a whole lot of people that claim to be experts at this or that, or the other thing, or coaches, or teachers, or mentors, or hey, listen to me, I've got something good to say. And too many people blindly just follow whatever they're hearing, without asking important questions, like, Why well, is <coughs> this person um, legitimate? Mm-hmm. Like, how, did, did you vet out the people you're listening to? right because mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you there is a person that i personally know personally know who even used to be in this brokerage knew know before we even had a brokerage and uh doesn't even live in this country and touts himself as a luxury home specialist and i know beyond the shadow of a doubt that he never did any business but he sells this program mm-hmm. on how to be a luxury home specialist right that's everywhere in our industry frauds Mm -hmm. right oh absolutely people saying you know I don't really want to do the work of a real estate agent but I'm going to now so what do I do I'll teach you know yeah (laughs) right which we've heard that before you two have a history of success and you have plenty of agents that will vet, you know say vouch for you saying yes positive effect and so when you say, what's your foundation, what do you have, mm-hmm. what, you know, what are your things, you're speaking from such expertise, both mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. that you can truly help somebody mm-hmm. advance in the business. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What's some advice that you would give?
0: Um, well, first of all, if they, if they ever came to me for accountability coaching, I don't do it like anyone else. Like you even hear of the fairy or any of these, and not to put those down, but those are phone calls and they wanna see how many calls you made, how many texts you made, how many this. When I meet with an agent, sometimes they're like, well, I'll just send you my calendar. Oh, is that money? <laughs> yeah, my calendar doesn't look the same. Um, and so I do a lot of outside the box thinking on stuff, but I feel the biggest thing for agents when I meet with them is how can we integrate you into real estate? Meaning you, your essence. What is it? Like if your kids play sports and your husband's a referee, you guys know one of the agents here that said that, then let's brand you and hashtag all of your clothes. So every event you're at, they know who you are. And it helps her name's by Felicia too but that helps but you know like it or brandy or okay if you love this let's integrate it what are your fears I don't want to do this okay then throw those away let's not do that let's do what you love and not make excuses for it mm-hmm. and I feel with more seasoned agents a lot of times it's really difficult to get them wrangled in because they don't want a time-block mm-hmm. well thanks right done. this yeah. something could come up yep we could have an earthquake in Arizona something could come up but let's just keep on moving And I think another thing too, is to utilize all the people around you. That Mm -hmm. is one thing with real estate agents, those that are successful and those that really care about the industry love to help. Mm -hmm. And they love, they will sit for hours. We have, you have so many agents here that will on their own accord, go and sit at an open house with another agent Mm -hmm. just to teach them. And so I feel like be a part of the community because that's what you need. You need that support, you need that. And that those are the things that I think that that's for sure, really important, and that's one of the most valuable
1: lessons I've learned as I've gotten older. Is it is okay to surround yourself mm-hmm. with people who can help you, and you can accept that help, mm-hmm. right? You don't always have to be, fine solo. That's it's, it's a ridiculous notion, mm-hmm. right? 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 You should take advantage of whatever resources are all around you and the people, right? Because God placed them there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are remarkable. Mm-hmm. All right. I Thank you very much for sharing a little bit of your secrets. And if you want to hear more of their secrets, Nicole Chambray, you can get her. <laughs> April, Gers Chadwick Chambray, Fazio. April Chadwick with Mortgage Advantage. Thank you, Diane and April, for sponsoring <laughs> <small>. <laughs> <laughs> the show. And uh, you
0: guys have a wonderful day.